0: This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Are you ready to supercharge your auto repair biz? This is Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. We are the pit stop where industry expertise and business innovation collide. Getting your engines revved up for the week ahead. What's under the hood, you ask? Every episode is loaded with game-changing insights, up-to-the-minute industry updates, and practical tips to shift your business into high gear. We're talking about stuff you didn't even know you didn't know, people. Big shout out to our awesome sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros. Are you looking to shift your shop marketing from zero to hero? Trust us, you don't want to gamble your livelihood on amateur marketing moves. Go pro with Shop Marketing Pros, your ticket to top-tier results. Find out how they can fuel your success at shopmarketingpros.com forward slash Chris. This is going to be really interesting. I have not done anything like this ever before. Over the weekend, we had somebody reach out to us on Facebook and I have this long run of questions and my answers to these questions. And I think these are all super, super great questions, but I see a lot of issues with it. It turned out really good. The shop owner is going to be a new client for us, for Coach Brand, I believe. This shop is in California, we'll say. Super good guy, small shop. But I think the biggest problem is he's talked to a lot of other shop owners who've given him advice, and they don't know what they're doing either. So I know some people might get on to me about this, but really, you people in these Facebook groups and everything else, you have to take a lot of that with a grain of salt. If you're not dealing with somebody that's in the top 20% of the auto repair industry, you probably shouldn't be listening to them. So there's a lot of great questions in here. And so I'm just going to kind of read through this and give you the question and my response. Again, I think this is going to be a great shop. I see a lot of positive, but man, you can't just be listening to everybody. Let me just put it that way. Conversation started. I have a small new auto repair shop in San Diego. What can you do for me? The chatbots pop in there and made a response. But what I came up with and said, absolutely, we can help. What's going on in your business? This person starts right in and says I do well I average about 200,000 a year it's just me and one person I handle pretty much everything as far as advertising sales customer service and I also fix the vehicles I have one helper that is just a straight mechanic I'm just trying to see about maybe scaling the business a bit and figuring out how to not work 7 days a week just to make ends meet So really a good start I love this and if you ever message me through Facebook or on the website that comes directly to me and my cell phone. So as I tell to all my clients, if I'm awake, I'll answer. I asked a little bit, I said, tell me a little bit more about your shops. And the response was, right now I have two two post lifts and a drive up alignment machine, but the alignment machine, I don't have in my shop because I ran out of space. So I'm doing some rearranging in the shop so I could find a spot to put the alignment machine so that can generate income for us as well. And yes, of course, I would like to grow more employees, more work, more employees, more money. The biggest issue that I think I have is most of my work is custom stuff, like full-blown conversion, LS swap, coyote swap, stuff like that. So this is common. People get in and they think, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit it big on all these conversions, on all the specialty work. And I will tell you, that's not where the money's at. If you had a 10 bay shop and wanted to do that in one bay in the back, that would be great. But unless you're gas monkey garage and can do something like this in a week, it's just not going to pay out for you. You're wasting space having this on your bay, in your bay for two, three months when you could be taking care of regular retail customers and doing a great job for them. Get your brake jobs in and out in one day. Get your oil services in and out in one day. Batteries, alternators, water pumps, all kinds of stuff like that. So my follow-up to his answer there was what SMS system do you use? And then what's your net on... $200,000. And my answer to to follow up that with directly to him was like, I wouldn't waste my time doing big custom work unless I had several bays doing good work and just wanted to tinker in that last bay. And then he follows up and says, 90% of my work is customs. Way too much. It should be 90%. should be retail. 10% should be customs or zero customs. Like I could completely say 100%. That would be great for this shop. Again, shop owner says 200K, I net about 120 to 130,000 a year. I don't believe that to be true. I think they feel like that's about right, but there's no way that's correct. And especially for reasons you'll find out here in just a minute. So I said, okay, how do you do your invoicing? How many more bays can you fit in your facility, if any? I'm in the process of acquiring a new shop that I can fit about eight lifts in easily. I just use all data. I'm open and work seven days a week, 365, tired of it. I almost just said, screw you and took a job. This is common from shop owners. A lot of shop owners in this situation can make more money working as a great technician for somebody else than they can for themselves. There's no reason for this guy to be open seven days a week, working 365 days. I'm super excited that they're in the process of acquiring a new shop that can fit eight lifts. With eight lifts in California, a good labor rate, we should be $3 million a year shops. That's exciting. So this owner could go from 200,000 in a year to 200000 plus in a month if we do things correctly. My answer to him was back, I can see how it gets frustrating. We can make it work if you're willing to put in the time to learn. Also, at the same time, you're going to have to advertise like you're a $500,000 shop in order to grow it to that. What type of advertising do you do now? We would also want you to move to a cloud-based SMS system. That way we can track what your numbers are, et etc. And then I asked, do you have an up-to-date income statement or PRL? And then the answer was, I just advertised on Facebook, Instagram, Google word of mouth is huge for me. But again, it's huge on these big swaps. It's not retail customers. Again, we're going to get into this a little bit deeper and you're going to be like, oh my gosh. So the answer to my other question was, I don't do profit and loss except for when I file taxes, but those aren't real numbers. Okay. Those aren't real numbers because you're fudging them. They're not real numbers because Why? And this shop has a lot to do. It's gotten a lot of bad information from other shop owners. And so my answer back was, you're correct. Those aren't real numbers. I'm sure your net's probably less than half of what you think it is if you actually tracked it, which it should be tracked weekly and monthly at the most. And then I asked, so, so you do Google AdWords, how much do you spend per month on all advertising? Answer to that was 750 a month. So really what I'm trying to do here is I'm trying to get to the pain points. I'm also trying to get from the shop owner where they want to take the business. But I also have to be realistic with the shop owner and be like, hey, it's not just about coaching. You've already heard me mention cloud-based SMS. And then right here, when he said told me 750 a month, I said to grow to 500,000 per year, you're going to have to spend two to 5,000 per month. And then I asked, how much is your rent? How are you paying yourself? And how are you paying your employee? Here's one of the other things. My employee's paid by the flat rate book hour on regular jobs and the custom stuff. And it's 30% of the labor ticket rents 1500 months So rents. Great. Here's where we've listened to other people and we've gotten down the wrong road. My reply is California, you're not allowed to pay him flat rate. You're supposed to pay him hourly for all hours worked. work. And the owner's response was, well, I've done it for seven years. That's great. You've done it for seven years. But my answer to this was this can be done, but it's going to take work and learning on your part. And then he's still going back a little bit. I don't know. I'm not going to say what I think about this, but the answer was, I know about 30 other shop owners that do the same thing. So here's the problem with that. If you fire this guy and he goes to the labor board and files a claim against you and he says that he works 60 hours a week at $30 an hour, then you're going to have to pay him for every hour he claims he worked for seven years because my response was, I'm sure you don't have him clock in and out every day. So if he worked 50 hours per week, you can't prove that he didn't. And then, and then my follow-up was, well, guess what? Just because all the other shop owners are doing it wrong, I mean, if they got caught, they're going to be out of business just the same. Because guess what? You're going to have to go back and pay each hour that this person claimed. Plus, you're going to have to do penalties and interest in this situation because you didn't do probably is going to put you completely out of business. And then the response to that was, he's not on the books at all. Under the table guy, no proof that he's ever been here. And again, that's not how it works. If somebody files a claim against you and you go to court, you fight it, whatever, you're going to get screwed every time by the state agencies, the federal agencies. This whole thing could put this shop owner completely out of business just because he listened to other shop owners and this is the the advice that he got. My answer was, we can lay it all out and help you, but out the gate, we're going to need you to get a good SMS, start coaching, get some good processes and procedures in place, And while we're doing that, we're going to work on getting the right advertising in place and start ramping that up. My next thing was, I don't do anything under the table. If we don't have a legitimate business, we don't have anything at all. And then I asked, how much are you paying him? And then the person came back and said, that's who I pay someone $750 a month for. But to be honest, so far, it's done nothing. Pay someone $750 per month for what was my question? And their answer was $750 for advertising and ramp up sales. So while we're talking about advertising everything really quickly, I, I want to stop and talk about shop marketing pros. Hey listeners, it's time for a quick pit stop here on the weekly blitz to give a shout out to the original all-stars of auto shop marketing, shop marketing pros. While imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Why settle for a copy when you can partner with the pioneer shop marketing pros is the go-to team that truly knows the nuts and bolts of marketing your auto repair shop. They've set the standard and for good reason. They understand that it's not just about getting your name out there it's about crafting a message that resonates, building a brand that lasts, and driving business through your doors. Their tailor-made strategies are designed to get your shop the attention it deserves. While others trying to follow in their footsteps, remember that there's nothing like the original. Shop Marketing Pros has been leading the way from the start, and they're equipped to take your business full speed ahead into the future. So when you think marketing, think Shop Marketing Pros, where being original isn't just an idea, it's a road to success. So the shop owner came back and said, I pay him thirty one fifty per hour. And then I just wanted to make sure I was clear with the shop owner. So I went back and said, hey, that has nothing to do with coaching. That's a whole other level of work. Advertising has nothing to do with pricing yourself correctly and working on processes and procedures. They said they understood that. But I mentioned working on advertising ramping up. And so here's one of the issues I see. Advertising marketing is like getting a tattoo. You can get a $200 tattoo or you can get a $2,000 tattoo. There's a... Big difference of quality and results. That doesn't mean more expensive is always better, but usually there are reason why they're doing that and values value, and he understands that as well. And then, so here we go again. He follows that back and says, that's the reason I charge $105 an hour. I give a great product, so I'm not the cheapest in town. $105 an hour in California is like the bottom of the barrel, folks. I've got a shop that charges $340 an hour as an independent repair shop. I get that he thinks he's making big, big dollars, But again, here in a minute, you're going to find out why he's not. followed up talking about a price sheet and some other stuff. And one of the things that I went back and talked about, I said, 105 sounds cheap to me based on your costs. It's not too bad, but it's not great. For custom work, you should at least be 170 plus. And I asked him what his warranty was. And then I talked about marketing again and how we need to focus on what we're doing. And again, he's going to say something here in a minute that kind of makes me question this whole thing. And then to go back to the warranty and I'll tell you, for some reason, California has the weakest, worst basic warranties about of, of any shops in the country. Most are twelve twelve, some are less. But he didn't really give me a very good answer. It says manufacturer and regular repair work, custom work, it depends on what we do. I guarantee my work, anything I do that goes wrong, I'll fix no time limit when it's not a parts failure. We're gonna talk about parts in a minute. But really, this just is a wishy-washy statement to say, okay, we take care of the customer, but why not put it in writing? So that we can show that value to the customer and justify it while we're worth more labor rate, et cetera. And then I asked for the income statement of the PRL. And then the person was like, eh, I don't really do any of that. I'm sorry. I think I've wasted your time. And so I had to backpedal a little bit and be like, look, I know we're here to help. I know we can get you where you want to go. One of the things that we're going to do if you work with us is we're going to get you to the point where you're a legitimate business, taking great care of your employees and customers and making a great life for you and your family if you want to put in the work to get there. And I really believe this person does. Here it says, I definitely do for sure 100%. I want to get to a point where I'm actually doing things the proper way and the way it's supposed to be done. Just as of right now, the stuff that you're requesting, I don't have because I don't properly run my business. I just write up work orders. The copies go to my customer that I put a copy in a file. And like I said, I do a lot of custom jobs that take six months to a year to complete. Oh, stop it, people. Stop it. Stop doing custom work. If you can't get it done in a week, two weeks, three weeks, then get rid of it. Like, why would you have stuff sitting around for six months to a year to complete? It's ridiculous. Then they go on to say, so not a lot of production happens at my shop. Not a lot of, you know, day-to-day work comes through the doors. Sometimes I don't get any new work for three to six weeks at a time. Absolutely amazing. That's the reason why I bought the alignment machine, because I thought that I could advertise for alignments and it would bring people in the door. People... The only sure thing that brings people in the door is oil services, an alignment machine. Most people buy alignment machines and it just doesn't work out. People buying an alignment machine think they're going to do 20, 30 a week and they do five. They go on to say, that's the reason why I bought the alignment machine with hopes of drawing in that type of business to keep the workflow in there. And maybe that'll help draw in the type of work for the shop instead of just the custom work. And then really proudly, I think this is good because the customer can sell big tickets. Two days ago, I just sold a swap conversion. rewire and fuel system for $55,000. And so my answer back to the alignment question was should have went after oil services, brake, steering and suspension. We have to get vehicles in so we can get a look at them, make recommendations and preventative maintenance recommendations and do $50,000 per week and get paid for it when it goes out the door. We have to start somewhere. If we don't have the PRL, we just start from scratch with an SMS and have it go into QuickBooks with some help from a bookkeeper and get going. Did you file taxes last year? Are you behind on any sales tax, et cetera? So this is going to take us into a whole other level. Oh yeah, I'm all for that. That's why I started dealing with the advertising people. They said they could get me that type of work in the doors. And so far, nothing's really happened. I've gotten calls from their stuff, but it's hard down here too, because like I said, other shops charge $80 an hour. And I really don't want to drop my rate just to get that type of customer. Here's another thing, big red flag. I pay tax on everything when I buy it. I don't do any tax exempt stuff. And yes, I already filed my taxes. Then I asked about the company that's doing the advertising for me. And they sent me a link. I looked them up and they don't do specialty marketing for auto repair shops. It's just like a blanket marketing company. My next question was, that's not the best way to do sales tax either. If you mark up the parts from the price you paid to what you charge, you're responsible for the difference. If you ever get audited by the state, they're going to go all the way back to the beginning and make you pay the tax difference plus penalties and interest. Because if you're doing this, The state wants to make money off of what you make money on. And here's the thing that really, really got me, guys. I don't charge my customers anything above what it costs me. I don't get any better deal than what they can get at the parts store, AutoZone, or O'Reilly's. So the way I interpreted that was to mean this guy goes in, he buys the parts, he puts it on a ticket, he doesn't mark it up, and it sits there for three to six months when he has to pay for it before he gets these bigger jobs out. Also, he said, most of my customers supply their own parts. There's really no difference in price for me to get it for them. And so my back to that was, that's one of the first things we would change with that SMS. You can't run a shop and make any money not marking up parts. Also, no customer supplied parts. I really want to make sure that this guy's, unless he's just a hobbyist and wants to come in, he's not doing any of these big jobs anymore. And the next thing is, is, he goes, I never understood it felt right about making, marking up parts when they can get it for less. And so we had a kind of a long conversation about how you can't survive on just the labor. You're a do-it-for-me service. The price they pay is if they do it for themselves. In the auto repair business, we have to make money on parts and labor to be a legitimate business. And we can't do that. Then you have to charge $500 on labor to make it work out. And then he came back and he said, yeah. He said, it's just something people need to deal with. And I said, absolutely. You probably have the hardest time with it. Shop owners typically do have the hardest time with it then he said i agree that's why i switched away from general repair all i seem to find is the cheap skates if you saw the building you kind of know why it's not the best building but it sounds like he's moving and i wonder what this marketing company's doing it sounds to me like they're just marketing cheap alignments to get people in but really doing nothing else the next quote i do want to get that business back because as you know that's a lot of money i'm losing the alignment machine should do huge numbers and so we need to have a whole another conversation about that and really at this point we started talking about okay what type of coaching package you go into how did you lay this out and really we decided on a tier one it's a little bit lesser coaching package it's not as intensive but i also need this person to get the shop management system so that we can do that and so i've got to leave some money on there so we can do those things while we ramp up sales while we fix processes and procedures and move forward. And then he can grow into bigger coaching packages as we move along. So I think this shop's going to be doing great things. Really, you know, to go from $200,000 a year, I don't know that we're going to do that straight out thing. I don't know that we're going to be able to get them to $100,000 a month, but we should be able to more than double that next year, if not more, just depending on technicians' work, things like that. So the upside for this shop is super, super good. If you're out there and you have a shop similar to this, call me, schedule a time to talk. I've got 30 minutes. I'll give to anybody for free that wants to talk about it. If you don't become a client, that's fine. But if I can give you five to six pointers of things to do so you can go and grow your business and then contact me back in three or four months, that's great too. In the world of auto repair, success is not handed to you. You got to seize it. It's all about strategic decisions, effective management, and a thirst for knowledge. Our show, The Weekly Blitz, is your trusted resource every step of the way. A big shout out to our listeners. Your dedication to growth fuels our passion. And let's not forget our fantastic sponsor, Shop Marketing Pros, who make this show possible. They're all about top-tier marketing for shops just like yours. Until next time, I'm Coach Chris Cotton signing off. Keep those gears running smoothly. Keep learning. Keep growing. In this business, every day is a chance to get better. It's time to rise and grind, everybody. Here's to your ongoing success. Stay driven, everyone. You've been listening to The Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the aftermarketradionetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.